football on this opening drive. Herbert to throw on third and goal. Zips it in the end zone. It's caught. Touchdown. Chargers strike first. Donald Parham. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Sprinkled in some baseball four division series. We'll get to them. We'll have a whole baseball segment coming up next hour. We'll give our thoughts on the series, updated prices, White Sox. I know Joe and I are thinking about that one and all four games today, but we got a lot of football to get to. It is week five with the Rams win last night. So let's start lining them up here, guys, for, for week five. Uh, we'll get to some line movement, some games with a lot of line movement about 20 minutes from now. But right now, let's start with the Browns and the Chargers. An interesting game here uh, for week number five. A game I, I couldn't wait for when the card first came out. Now this game, it, it just it looks a little different than it did to start the week because the Baker Mayfield injury feels, well, we know it's real. It's a labrum in his left shoulder. The Browns now are up to plus and a half, the total 47 and a half. And here's where this game comes down to me. Right now, the Browns pass rush is unbelievable. They, get, they pressured Kirk Cousins in almost 50% of his dropbacks last week. Now, Herbert can move better than Cousins, and he's better than Cousins. But that's the kind of formula, Joe, if they keep getting that kind of pass rush, they could beat any quarterback, you know, Herbert, whoever. That's the game. If the Browns get that kind of pass rush, even with a limited Baker, they're getting points. I, I think their their side is interesting here. Uh, do they have to do it again? I mean, I view them as an elite defense. 180 yards allowed after that first drive against Minnesota at home. Minnesota at home. They're always a, a terrific offense there, and the Browns completely shut that down. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be fascinating. I'm going to watch for this injury report with the offensive line in particular, their center treader. He hasn't practiced a whole lot this year. He's usually out there. Uh, we'll, we'll see the status of him. Same thing with Wills jr. And uh, the Baker stuff. So they're, they're calling it a partially torn labrum, but it's his non throwing shoulder. And yesterday we were hearing all sorts of stories of other quarterbacks that have dealt with the same thing and things have been just fine. But, uh, for me, this specific matchup is, the strength of the Browns, O-line, run game versus the weakness of the Chargers can't stop the run, especially those explosive runs. So that that's where I think this game's going to be won, and uh, that's, why, that's why I like the Browns as an underdog. All week, this just keeps ticking up, which I find interesting. After that impressive Monday night performance, mm -hmm. it goes from one, one and a half. Now we're two and a half everywhere, including the sharpest books in the world and at FanDuel Sportsbook. So two and a half. I, I wonder if it's going to get to three. I don't think it will because there will be immediate buyback from sharp betters on the Browns then. Not to say that they aren't already on Cleveland. I, I do have a, a, I don't want to say strong play because I love this Chargers team. They are supremely talented. Uh, the Garrett versus Slater matchup is going to be good, but I, but I like Cleveland in this spot. I um, an article on odyssey.com that Paul sent to us a couple days ago, according to pro football focus, the Browns are the top graded overall team through the four, first four weeks of the season yep. with a sparkling 89.1 grade and a top four grade in both offense and defense. But this Baker Mayfield stuff is what scares me. I think this might be a stay away for me right now. Yeah. I like the, the uh, it's a uh, case Keenum. That could be all right. Yeah, right. He's a he's played enough, right? He's a he's a higher end backup quarterback with a lot of experience. The under to me is interesting in this game. You have the yes. Browns defense playing really well, 
And you would think the Browns are going to run the football. Not Two reasons. One, like Joe said, I mean, that's the weakness of the Chargers defense. That's how you attack them right now. They're not stopping the run. But two, you're protecting Baker. Every handoff is one play. He doesn't have to throw the football, and he's not going to get hit and driven to the ground. So that that part of this is interesting. I I, I don't have a great feel. I, this feels like a field goal game. Um, but I do yeah. like the under in this game. I do like the under. I, so- I also two teasers uh with the bills oh yeah and the that's a good uh, spot cowboys very good spot and it's a total in the 40s i like that i agree with the the under i think it's significant that it's uh 47 is viewed as kind of a key number uh with totals it was 46 and a half and now we're back at 47 and a half right so uh i i do lean to the under there especially with the baker stuff they might want to limit some of the passing there and just go heavy run and uh, and get the hell out of there with a victory. We're not, I don't think we're going to see the Browns as underdogs a whole lot this season. Yeah, I mean, I, I maybe three or four more times, depending on their schedule. Road games, wherever. Yeah, right. They are they're rarely going to be a, a dog. Let's get to the Giants at the Cowboys. Giants getting seven on the road in Dallas. Total's pretty high, 52 and a half. Here's what jumps out to me, guys, as I look at this. I mean, the Giants put a 485 yards offense last week against the Saints. The Saints defense is good. They, they've shown that the first three weeks of the year before last week. The Giants went in to move the football all game. Obviously, overtime aided some of those late yards late. But Dallas giving up 6.4 yards of play. This game is simple. And I had a, a similar thought on the game last week, Giants-Saints. If Daniel Jones doesn't throw picks, the Giants are going to be in the game. They're going to move the ball in the Dallas defense. They will make plays. Jones is playing the best football he's ever played. Dallas is not stopping anyone. They're just taking it away. So do you trust Daniel Jones to keep, to protect the football? Because I think if he does, like if we're, if we're talking on Monday and we say Jones didn't fumble and had no picks, the Giants are covering this. I think this is a closer game than maybe people think. Giants, 8.1 yards per play in New Orleans at one of the top defenses, uh, we, at least we believe, and that number has come down a bit. Um, this is not what we were expecting. It, we thought it would be stronger defense, poor mm-hmm. offense led by Jason Garrett and Daniel Jones, but it's been the opposite. It's been a strong offense, and then the defense has been their weakness. They're 27th in the NFL, uh, Football Outsiders defensive DVOA. They're 30th in adjusted sack rate. So if you have a weak defense going against a a top-notch offense, I I think we have to look at that matchup too because nobody is stopping the Cowboys this season. They are – they look awesome. Mm -hmm. Dak looks like he could be the MVP. That's how how good he's played, and the Cowboys have had a number of uh, defensive players that have been quite impressive early on in the season. Joe G is very mad that they didn't take Parsons for his club with the Eagles. He'd love to have Micah Parsons for the next decade. Listen, people didn't want to hear it last night, but I'm trying to tell them the truth. Mike, here's what's impressed me about Parsons. If like if he was just a linebacker, he's just a linebacker, right? It's a position that only has so much impact. He's playing defensive end for them. He's got two and a half sacks already because they lost to Marcus Lawrence. They moved him to defensive end. I mean, he's he's a defensive rookie of the year right now. Him or Asante Samuel. Those have been the two most impactful defensive rookies. And what about Diggs? He's really Absolutely. stepped up as one of the yep. top corners in the NFL. Five interceptions, and then the offensively, the Cowboys rank fourth. Just a balanced rushing and passing attack. The rush attack is second in the NFL, 663 yards and five touchdowns. Dak is looking really good. I think for me, just having watched so many NFC East games, I wouldn't be surprised if this one is close. I just think these are always weird. But when I look at the history, the Cowboys have always had the Giants number. I could see some points in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the total has gone up 
up to 52 and a half right now at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, keep an eye on the final injury report later on today for the Cowboys because Amari Cooper and Zeke have not been practicing. So uh, so that that could be pretty big, but it makes sense to see some points. Giants injury report also rough. Um, Shepard, Slayton not practicing. They did get Saquon and Galladay back in full, but uh, the tackle Thomas not practicing. Peppers, they've been dealing with a lot of that, but their, their offense has just been fine. So uh, sitting at seven, I understand why you guys look um, – Look to the Giants, but I, I expect some scoring in this one. I'd lean Giants I plus seven. I have the seven. Cowboys. Oh, you I have the Cowboys. Cowboys okay. And also a money line milf round robin that we'll get to in lightning bets. <laughs> Wait I can't, that money line yes. milf round robin. <laughs> round robin. How, how, many, how many games do you have in that round robin? Five, seven, 35 yeah, bets? It's, I I can't give it all away all right. right now. All you right. got to listen to the show. That's right. Okay, we got that later on. That no, no one's going to tune out now. All right, let's get to the Eagles <laughs> and the Panthers. I um, I like. I think the Eagles could win this game. I, I felt the same way week one. Obviously, Carolina's a pretty good team. Atlanta's not a good team. But I the same similar feeling I had week one. Eagles is a three three and a half point dog in week one. I feel now. So this number's moved. Open four and a half. Went to three and a half yesterday. Moved to three. Eagles getting three on the road. In Carolina, McCaffrey may play practice yesterday, so we have that factor in there. Um, here's what's interesting to me about this. Offensive line for the Panthers is a weakness. That Eagles defensive line, even without Brandon Graham, still a strength on that team. And mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts has held up pretty well against the blitz and against pressure. He gets out of pressure. His, his pass rating pretty good against pressure. I, I expect pressure coming from the Panthers there. I think this is a close game. Um, I loved the Eagles at three and a half. Three is obviously you lose the hook there, so I don't feel as great about it. But I think this is going to be a close game. I think the Eagles have a chance to win this game. We we. Kind of- I'm kind of obs- Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say we kind of mentioned that the other day that uh, we're not too into QBR. I find it interesting that QBR tells us after a month that Sam Darnold is a top six quarterback, and then Dang. and then you got uh, Jalen Hurts as a bottom six quarterback. Because I was going to ask you which team has the quarterback advantage because I'm not sure. But there are some metrics that suggest there's a big gap. I, d- I don't know that there is. I don't think so. I mean, Her- Hertz could make – I mean, they both could make a mistake, right? They're both still mistake-prone kind of young quarterbacks. But I just feel like Hertz – and I know Darnold's the one with five touchdowns rushing and Hertz has one. I just feel like if one guy's going to make a play in this game, isn't it Jalen Hurts, like the play that could change a close game? I mean, Sam Darnold last couple of weeks, it just feels like he's going backwards a little bit. I haven't been impressed what? the last two weeks. Obsessed with Sam Darnold. Oh, what are boy. you talking The about? Sam Darnold fan club has spoken up. Darnold is six in <laughs> passing yards this year. His QBR is six in the league. He's rushing. Like, this guy's amazing. What are you talking I think you're just being a little bit of a homer here. Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I'm not going to say that thought didn't pass through my head. Fading but, Sam but, Darnold. I, fading I, Sam Darnold is a sharp play. Homer play. I do expect this Panthers defense to get back on track um, from the Cowboys on the road to uh, playing the Eagles in Carolina. No, all jokes aside, I want nothing to do with this game, but I am obsessed with Sam Darnold right now. Uh, You're the the biggest (laughs) Sam Darnold fan we have around here. (laughs) (laughs) Or the world. (laughs) The, uh, The market has moved against me with this number coming down, as you mentioned, Joe G., but uh, I lean to the Carolina side at three, at three and a half, not interested. But at that number of three, I don't mind the Panthers. All right, let's jump to the Saints at the Washington football team. 
the Saints have been Jekyll and Hyde, right? That when they've looked good against the Patriots, when they've looked good against the the uh, Packers, they've been outstanding. And then their other two games, Giants and the and the Panthers, they've looked terrible. Uh, the numbers two and a half. The Saints are the favorite on the road. Washington right now getting two and a half points. Total forty three and a half. Here's an interesting uh, nugget here, a trend over the years. New Orleans, 52-30 and 30 straight up, 63% against the spread coming off a loss under Sean Payton. They usually bounce back pretty well. And that ATS, 68% since 2015. And I thought that was even more interesting because that's been that's a different kind of Drew Brees, right? A decline in Drew Brees, sometimes hurt Drew Brees. Since 2015, 68% Saints against the spread after a loss. I, I like the Saints in this spot just because Washington – Boy, they've had a weird season so far. They just they, don't they feel worse than their record. They don't feel two and two. Haven't the Saints had a weird season so far? They both have. Yeah, yeah. they both. Yeah. Another another game I really want nothing to do with. I mean, which Jameis Winston are we gonna get? And, and then what's going on with this Washington defense? They're a fraud. Are they gonna finally show <laughs> us something? I have no idea. Like this is just gross. I'm staying. Both the teams have screwed me over so far this season, so I'm staying away. <laughs> Amazing that after a month, and it's not due to injury, like Aaron just said, Washington defense is a fraud. A fraud. Nobody had that complete fraud. Maybe not to the level that they were a year ago, but I don't think anybody believed they, they would be terrible. And that's what they've been. They've been bottom five. Disgusting. It, it, this game is disgusting. Like, if I'm looking at the entire card and there's a few games, like, I just... I don't have a strong opinion on it's this one. Like I could, I could argue both sides, but I don't feel strong about it. And, you know, I, I guess I would give a slight lean to the saints, but I don't feel good about new Orleans uh, with, with the way their offense has been so far just, and, and I got a late two and a half on the road. So this is a game that I am. Yeah. Aaron, we're on the same page. I'm staying far away from. If, <laughs> if Washington's defense, I, I'm going to give them one more week, but they so far. They've been a fraud. If they can't get going against Jameis Winston and the Saints offense, then they stink. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, Alvin Kamara is good, but still, I mean, this has got to be the week. I mean, I'm pretty sure Ron Rivera must be saying every week is a measuring stick game for this defense, and we're just waiting to see. So far, y'all are not measuring up. No, they're bad. And look, the Saints come in number two in defense at DVOA. If I told you before the year, one, if I said to you, one of the teams in this game would be number two in defense, 99% of people would have said, right, they would have said Washington. And they can't stop anyone. It took a miracle last week. The Falcons had to be so bad for Washington to win a game. Washington is one Giants blunder down the stretch of that week two game. And last week it's the Falcons. Like they could easily be 0-4. Like Washington could be dead already. They have, they're lucky to have two wins. Yeah. Just even have a sack yet uh, i you know what boy both of these uh both <laughs> of the pa- the pass rush for both teams if i can speak uh washington's 28th in adjusted sack rate in new orleans is 31st zero sacks I for chase young i don't even know if i want to watch this game no this is <laughs> trash don't bet it don't watch it do nothing with it chase young should start giving people money, their money back for his defensive player of the year ticket zero sacks Unreal. I have him. I took a ticket on him for sack leader. Ask, you ask bet, him for your money you bet back. Every sack leader, you bet every coach. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's coming up. <laughs> By the end of the season, I'll have like eight coach of the year. Coming up, Joe knows. Let's talk some line movement as we line up week five in the NFL. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth right here on the Beck UL Network.